pronouns are Viva, Vis, and you are listening to Outcast. So, in today's episode, I wanted to talk about in-between rhetoric and the consequences of that. By in-between rhetoric, I am referring to the fact that a lot of people see gender queerness as lying in between male and female, and this idea has quite bad consequences for genderqueer people. I mean, firstly, it still relies on the idea that male and female are opposites, which they're not, and also that the gender spectrum is like a linear thing that goes from male to female in a straight line, which is also just an oversimplification, because obviously gender is so much more complex than just a straight line. And... This idea just leads to genderqueer people facing a whole bunch of shit. Because, for example, I, as someone who was assigned female at birth, when I came out, people immediately started assuming if I'm not a woman, I must be... I must be closer to manhood because I am not close to womanhood. People think that moving away from womanhood means you're moving closer to manhood which is not necessarily true because I'm just as far away from being female as I am from being male. I am, in fact, in a whole different galaxy of genders. And being in between also kind of would imply that I would be a bit of both, which doesn't apply to me. But this is just one thing that, like, genderqueer people's genders are just oversimplified and kind of ignored and dismissed as just being in between but also this can lead to for example someone who used to identify as a binary trans woman then coming out as genderqueer that's often seen as them having gone to the other end of the spectrum and when they came out as genderqueer they moved back so it's kind of seen as a detransition it's kind of seen as going back towards where it came from when this is not necessarily the case they might just be further transitioning i mean it is valid that if people would consider that a detransition i'm not saying that but it's problematic when people just see every case of this as detransition and, and see every case of this as going back to where you came from or going in the direction you came from which that's just simply not true because you know, this person who used to identify as a binary trans woman may end up having the same gender as me, so they are not moving back in the direction of manhood. They are moving into my gender galaxy, which is very far away from manhood or womanhood. This is also where a lot of the exorcism... Exosexism. I meant exosexism in the genderqueer community comes from because even a lot of genderqueer people still have this in-between idea even though they may not realize they have this because for example trans people assigned female are often just divided into trans masculine people people who are perfectly in between and pretty much people who are cis women or people who are like feminine on the cis side whatever the fuck that even means because if you ain't cis, you ain't cis. Like, what the fuck is a cis side? Like, cis is a very narrow construct. You know, even a lot of the times, those people who would be perfectly in between, whatever that even means, they are still considered to be either 
transmasculine or I'm just going to call it cis feminine even though they're not they may actually be perfectly in between or they may be like me and be somewhere else or they may not have a gender at all but they're just being dismissed as either cis feminine or trans masculine and this also leads to people again seeing us as basically trans men or basically cis women or if we are on the male sign side basically trans women or basically cis men which is just deeply problematic and this also leads to people thinking that because it's linear that the further you move away from womanhood the closer you get to manhood and the closer you get to like for example trans maleness the more struggles you have they don't even only see it as a scale from male to female by extension they also see it as a scale from cis to trans which is why they don't see a lot of genderqueer people as really trans because we are what they think to be in between for example in between being a cis woman and a trans man and they just simplify to in between cis and trans even though a lot of us actually do identify as trans this whole thing just leads to people thinking that the this sliding scale between cis female and trans male is also a sliding scale of how horribly you are oppressed so if you're like on the cis female end obviously you don't really experience any transmedia because you're a cis woman and if you're on the trans male end of the spectrum you experience all the transmedia or a lot of the transmedia and if you're not on the trans male end but you are still on the masculine side you still experience a lot of the transmedia and if you're in between it's less and if you're on the cis feminine side people will assume that your struggles are less which they also do with people they consider to be in between whatever that even means but this oversimplification is not how things actually work because even so-called in between people or people who are on the cis feminine side still have so many struggles in common with trans men and trans masculine people because even if for example someone who was assigned female at birth comes out as a demi girl or as a gender queer woman or something like that this person will still experience transmedia and this person will probably also still experience transandromedia which is the specific kind of transmedia that trans people assigned female face and some other trans people as well because they are still moving away from womanhood and our cis society does not like seeing people move away from binary womanhood or cis binary womanhood they don't like that they still see even demi girls who are afab they still see those people as traitors to womanhood as traitors to the system as traitors to the gender binary they still see people as all of that which is a trans andromesic narrative so even if you're not a trans man or trans masculine like we are all still connected to the same struggle like the struggle against trans andromesia with people who are seen as being in between because a lot of the time we pretty much experience the same things that trans masculine people and trans men do but people don't see that because all they see is oh these people are perfectly in between cis fem cis womanhood and trans manhood and in their mind that basically means we experience only half 
of the trans andromisia and transmisia that binary trans men experience, which that's just ridiculous. That's so ridiculous because that's simply not how this works. Like it's not a mathematical thing. It doesn't really work with logic. Like discrimination doesn't necessarily follow a logic. All it follows is how society, how random cis people perceive you, what they perceive you to be doing, and then they will probably discriminate you based on that. So people will see me because I am a maverick person. They will see me still as a traitor to cis women because, you know, they think you could have just been a cis woman or they assume that I'm saying that cis women are weak for not identifying as one. And that's the same shit that a lot of trans men and trans masculine people get. And just because people think I'm in between or I'm just as far away from being a trans man than I am from a cis woman, people think this is not true. And this is how in-between rhetoric hurts a lot of genderqueer people because it's so oversimplifying and it dismisses our lived experiences. And this is such a common thing, like even if people say, I see gender as a galaxy or I see gender as an entire universe or just as a blob that can't really be defined, like the whole spectrum can't really be defined or whatever, people still follow this weird idea and it shows, like it just shows. Because genderqueer people a lot of the time are still seen as less trans and just all this kind of thing. So we need to stop. Like you all need to check yourselves because this just leads to exosexism because male and female aren't opposites so there can't really be an in-between unless someone actually feels like it. But like we are not all in-between. Anyway this is it for this episode. If you want to support me, you can subscribe to my Patreon. My Patreon is patreon.com slash out underscore castpod. I'm also out underscore castpod on both Twitter and Instagram. My email address is gndrqr98 at gmail.com. If you want to be featured on the podcast, you can send me a voice message. The link for that, just like all the other contact information, will be in the notes for this episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening, and until next time, take care of yourself. 